Welcome to M.T. Stevenson's Organic Honey. This is a testimony tea party in which all the tea I serve is self-made. The ingredients are raw, unfiltered, and saturated with truth and inspiration. There are fun flavors like turning 40, meeting God, weight loss, family matters, midlife money, and so much more. There's a lot of tea for everyone. So grab a mug, let's sip, and chat. Welcome to episode 21 of M.T. Stevenson's Organic Honey, and I am M.T. Stevenson. This episode is called Love Everlasting. Brothers and sisters, thank you all so much for tuning in on yet another Sip and Chat. If you are new to the podcast, welcome. I'm so happy to hear from you. And if you're not so new to the podcast, welcome back. I'm so happy to hear from you. Before we get started, brothers and sisters, I want to give much love and much blessings to my dad, Papa Sneed, for coming through successfully on kidney transplant surgery. He is doing absolutely fantastic. He is recovering so well. And thank you all, brothers and sisters, for your prayers, for your thoughts. Even if you did not know, I'm sure that those blessings and prayers went to my dad which way or another, and I would like to give the same shout out and blessings for all of those who are struggling, all of those who are impending surgeries, all of those who are impending uh, illnesses that are being reversed. All of that is by the grace and power of God, and I cannot thank God enough. Thank you so much, family, also for sticking together and for your prayers and your thoughts. You gave my dad the gift of everlasting life. So I appreciate it. And Poppy, hurry up and recover so you can come home to mommy because you know mommy is crazy without you. So, but that being said, blessings go to God. Praises go up. Thank you again so much for physicians, the doctors, and for everyone who has loved and prayed on my dad. And for those who are just like him, my heart goes out to you. Also, brothers and sisters, if you are not organ donors, I suggest you become one because you can give someone in fact, the gift of everlasting life. And that is the most blessing, loving thing that you can ever do. So just keep that in mind. Also, brothers and sisters, I know I got so much for you today, right? Give me some love and give me some grace for this voice. My vocals are still on the struggle bus. I have way too much fun with the karaoke on my birthday and my voice is still trying to get there. So I appreciate you all coming back, tuning in, listening And if you like the rasp, then give me a thumbs up. If you don't, then just give me some grace and bear with me. I appreciate it and I love each and every one of you. So now let's get into it. Everlasting love. Is there a secret? Is there a recipe for everlasting love? Absolutely not. But there are some lessons to learn along the way. Now, today is a few days after Valentine's Day and I am still feeling the love. Although I feel the love every day, thanks to, well, the love I have for God, my husband's love, and then my mirror, because I'm starting to love that too. So yes, love is all around us, and I hope it is with you too. But there is really no secrets or recipes for everlasting love, but like I said, there's some lessons to be learned. Now, Everett and I have been together for 24 years, but legally married for four years. So yeah, we've been together since we were 16 and 17 years old. And the ride has been well a ride. It's been up, down, mostly up, hardly ever down, I must say. And I would not trade this journey for the world. I love love. I love being married. I'm 
thankful that God gave me someone like Everett to love and vice versa. And you know what? I just want love for everybody. But because we've been together so long, oftentimes we are getting riddled with the question, how are you all still together? What are you all doing to stay together? You're still in love? It's just like that couple from that show in Living Color. We still together. Yes, we found ourselves saying that often to a lot of people, especially in the neighborhood that we live in. We live in a neighborhood that we grew up in, except everyone grew up here. No one really leaves our neighborhood. They often get older, grow up, take over their family's homes, and then raise their children there, and so on and so on. So the neighborhood that we live in is very generational, very family-oriented, family communicative. And that's why we're still here. We started in this neighborhood, we still live in this neighborhood, and we love where we live. But um, we also get that question a lot. Y'all still together? How? It's, it's funny to us how people look at us and they narrow their eyebrows and then go, how are you still together? Like it's just impossible. Well, nothing is impossible with the, without the glory of God. Nothing is impossible without God's glory. Let's just say that. But uh, there's a few things that we learned along the way as to how we stayed together for so long and in love. So for you all who are not familiar with this show, I, M.T. Stevenson, love a list. So I have 10 ways to stay in love everlasting. So this is what Everett and I learned over the years. So I'd like to share them with you all now. So one of the ways to stay in everlasting love is the most important, at least we think so. And that's to put God first. God loves relationships. God loves covenants. God loves the idea of couples being together. This is why he created Adam and Eve. If you don't believe me, go to your Bible, check out Genesis, because they will tell you it's clear as day why God loves covenants. And God also wants a covenant with you. He wants you to merge with someone to become one and then pledge your life and your love to him as well for non-believers. You all cannot do this life alone. No one is intended to do life alone. This is why marriages happen. This is why couplings happen. This is why unions happen because no one is meant to do it alone. If you're looking at it spiritually, well, being together, being married, being in a union, you are obeying God's law. You're just obeying God's law. And that's number one for me. I don't need any other reasons, but you are obeying the laws of God. And you can't go wrong with that. And also, because God has a will and a purpose for each and every one of us, you are fulfilling that purpose. So if you ever doubt why you got married or what have you, think of it spiritually first. And then for you non-believers, well, you can look at it this way. It's, a good, it's good for taxes. It's good for security. And it's good for someone to be with you to handle all your crazy. So there you go. That could work both ways, actually. But you want to put God in the head of your life because he wants you to be together. He just does. He loves couples. He, he loves partnerships. He wants a covenant with you and he wants you to covenant with others. So that by itself will do your heart good and will serve God's purpose because God is into companionship, passion, and purpose. So that's all we're going to say about that. Praises go to God. Um, secondly, 
communication. The way to love everlasting is by far communication. Now, that's a whole show in itself. I can talk about that for hours and hours and hours and probably days. But communication, that is the cornerstone of every relationship slash marriage. You got to talk to one another. You got to communicate with one another. Even when you do disagree, even when you argue, argue with reason. You know, make sure that you have good points as to why you disagree. And just because you disagree does not mean that that is a deal breaker. Also with communication, that is a good way to establish deal breakers. Now, over the years, your deal breakers may change. And for a lot of people, they do. But this is what communication comes in. You can establish the deal breakers. You can establish the things you have in common. You can talk about your feelings and your sharing. You're being together. You are becoming one. And the only way to become one is if you talk about it. You can't change what you don't know. You cannot, you know, uh, grow if you don't know. So, yes, talk to one another. Don't talk at each other. Or try to win the fight, win the argument. Don't talk to just be right. Communicate with one another. See what he likes. Tell him what you like. Vice versa. You have to do this. Now, whatever that I do, every single day, I mean, well, as you all can tell, I like to run my mouth anyway. But every and I, we do a high-low. Every day, we talk about what was the thing that was high and what was the thing that was low. Because... Everyone has a high and a low. You're not going to be happy 100% of the time and you're not going to be low 100% of the time. So it helps when you're talking to the person that you love the most who wants the best for you to get through it all. So yeah, communicate. Don't try to be right. Don't try to get the last word. Just learn. Open those ears. Talk to one another so you can learn how this life thing go. Then... But number three, once you communicate, while you're communicating, I should say, be honest, be truthful. A lot of marriages and unions break up because they're just simply not honest. They're withholding information. They're downright lying. They just don't want to face the truth or tell the truth. Honesty is indeed the best policy or whatever. The truth will indeed set you free, even if it's bad. Going back to deal breakers, be honest with your deal breakers, even if you've done something wrong. A lot of people take these deal breakers and they just run with them. Well, deal breakers can in fact be reversed if you're communicating and you're being honest. Like for some people, money is a deal breaker. For some people, infidelity is a deal breaker. But see, that's where the communication and the honesty goes hand in hand because there are underlying issues there. So those deal breakers don't necessarily have to be deal breakers. That could just mean that there's something wrong or there's a lost in translation. So talking about it, getting through it, being honest. This is what therapy and therapists get paid a lot of money to do. So yeah, it'll be helpful if you do that on your own and then take all of that to God and let him tell you what's up. You know what I mean? So use your covenants for the greater good for each other. But yeah, be honest. I mean, Everett and I, we have done everything over the years, but set each other on fire. <laughs> we really have. I mean, we, we've had a few arguments here and there. We've had some 
bouts of not communicating. Um, I've pulled a silent treatment card once or twice. That is no way to go. You want to be communicative and you want to be honest. Just tell the truth. You will feel a lot better. You all could work through it. And once you realize that being honest is indeed freeing, it's not as bad as you think it is. Once you talk about it and realize that this is my truth, it's not as bad as you think it is. So just get through it. You know, it's sort of like going to the dentist and getting a tooth extractor. Once it's out, you feel better. Same kind of thing here. So be honest. Uh, four, if you are into love everlasting or being a couple, support all endeavors. Now, you have to be supportive of your partner. No matter what they want to do, what they want to be, just be supportive. Even if it's something that you're not into, just be supportive. So let's say your husband likes sports or your wife likes sports and you don't watch the sport with them anyway. I mean, keep the peace, just being into it. Or let's say your wife, gentlemen, comes to you and say, you know what? I want to be a figure skater. Well, don't look at it or shun it away like, like it's just horrible. No, just say, baby, we're going to get you some skates. We're going to figure out how to pay for these lessons. And you're going to just bring home the gold. Be supportive. No matter how asinine it sounds, no matter how silly it sounds, just be supportive. Just be supportive because this is a good way for you to grow as an individual as well. Because something that they may be into or something they may want to achieve, you may find yourself in that. Like, um, for example, my weight loss uh, journey. My husband, Everett, he started working out with me. And now he his arms are looking fantastic and I'm still on the flabby bus. But it, it can help, you know, it can help you, it can help me. The podcast, for example, he helps me with that. He comes up with 95% of the titles. He came out with the title of the show itself, you, you know, and a lot of these topics are conversations that me and Everett have on a daily basis. So who knows? And then we thought maybe it can help others. So just be supportive. Now, my husband, he loves to cook. He is a vent fantastic cook and i'm not just saying that because i'm his wife and i'm biased no he is a fantastic cook because i don't eat everybody's cooking i just don't but um he comes up with these recipes sometimes they're a hit well most of the time they're a hit sometimes they're a miss and i'm honest about that but now he's working on the cookbook and he helps he has me help him in the kitchen i don't know why because i can't cook worth a damn but still just the support one of our favorite things to do is to make banana pudding together. Now, his banana pudding takes all day long to make, but it is so freaking good. And it's low-cal. So when his book come out, y'all see the recipe. But we do that together, and we have such so much fun. We laugh, we talk, we make each other crazy, but it is so fun. So, yes, be supportive of each other's endeavors, hopes, dreams, ambitions, because you may find a greater purpose for yourself in someone else's endeavors. So uh, five, number five, to love everlasting. Okay, now this one is a biggie. Keep people out your relationship. Keep people out of your relationship. For gentlemen, don't go tell your bros or don't be a mama's boy running to them for every little thing that your wife or your girlfriend might be doing. Don't do that because what they're going to do is one, give you horrible advice or what have you, and then you're going to end up single, being miserable with the rest of them. Don't do that. Ladies, you ladies especially, 
Don't go running to your girlfriends and telling them how much of a piece of crap your man is at that moment because it gives a false impression of that person because now your girls and your mama just think that this guy is crap and you don't tell everybody the thousands of great things he do. You only tell them the one crappy thing he does so now they just think he's a walking bowl of crap. So don't do that. Keep people out of your relationship. They're going to give you piss poor advice. You're going to end up single. You're going to end up miserable just like them. And most of the time, that is the case. Now, if you find people who can give you fantastic advice, who've been married for a long time and just still consider being happy, yes, listen to them by all means. But don't bring your stuff to other people. If you have issues in your union, because you will have issues, your partner will, in fact, get on your last nerves. You're going to want to go to the other room just to, ooh, do you have to chew so loud? That is going to happen. You're not going to like that person every single day of the week. But keep that in-house with your partner. Don't go all off the Richter telling your girlfriends, telling your homies, telling your mama and your daddy how rotten they are. Don't do that. You're giving off false impressions. And then the person that you actually should be talking to if you have those issues is who? Your partner. That goes back to communication. You see how communication just ties in with all of this? But yeah, keep people out of your relationship because they're going to do absolutely nothing but bring you down and make you miserable. Okay? So the sixth uh, way to love everlasting or everlasting love, however way you want to say it, is have realistic expectations. Okay, no one is perfect. So be realistic in your union. Just be real. Now, if your husband, ladies, had a six-pack when you married him, and then later on they got a beer belly, well, guess what? They're not going to keep that six-pack forever. It's just not going to happen. Fellas, if your girl was the most romantic thing and walked around with lingerie all day long, don't expect them years later to keep doing that. Now, just be real, okay? Love the person you're with. Now, when you start coupling up and you start getting together with somebody, you let's say you have 10 criteria. If you're meeting six of the 10, you're doing good, okay? You're just going to have to deal with the other four. That's just how it is because no one is perfect. And don't bring people all the way up on these pedestals in which they get nosebleeds because that that, ble that bleeding is going to fall on you. That you do not want to do. So just be real with your expectations, okay? They're not going to look like they high school picture 20 years from now. They're just not. They might look better, but most likely they're not going to look the way they did when you met them or whatever it was. Just be realistic about it. I mean, if they have quirks that annoy you. If they make sounds you don't like, if they chew their food a little loudly, if they've been doing it all the time, you're not going to change it now. So you're just going to have to deal with it. But don't throw in the towel because, well, you thought that he was going to be the king of Siam at this point, or you thought she was going to be the queen of Sheba. That's just not how it go. Okay. So set real expectations. Now, women, I'm going to have to yell at you all for a minute. We do this. We do that. But if you would just, if only you would just, if a, what a man supposed to do is, no, 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 no. He not supposed to do nothing but the same thing you're supposed to do. Drink water, breathe, and die. That's all they supposed to do. Okay? And vice versa. So just that real expectations. Get to know the person that you are 
in love with, in couple with, in relationship with. Get to know that person inside and out. Love all flaws because the flaws is the beauty. It really is. But just be realistic, okay? Now, don't expect him to be Idris Elba when he was, uh, you know, a Adam Smith, okay? It just doesn't work that way. Don't expect her to all of a sudden become Beyonce when she was just, you know, Beverly Smith, okay? That's just not real. So love the person that you have, okay? And number seven is actually a segue to number six. Not only if you should have realistic expectations, but number seven, don't play Bob the Builder or Barb the Builder. You know, you got what you got, okay? This person is what they were when you met them. They're not going to change it to nothing after that. And don't start building people. You know, well, I'm going to go ahead and cut your hair this way, and I'm going to pick out your outfit, and I'm going to teach you how to stunt, and I'm going to teach you how to eat. And, well, you know, if she would just be that woman and I'm a teacher how to cook and I'm a teacher how to be a real wife and because I'm the alpha male and she's going to be the, the beta queen or whatever it is step no no Bob the Builder okay you got who you got the only person or spirit that can build anybody is God okay you cannot change nobody you cannot make them into something you want to be you got what you got and also if you're doing this this may backfire. I don't know if all of you remember that movie, Deliver Us from Eva. Okay, when Randy Raquel Robinson's character got with Bobby Brown, Bobby Brown was toe up from the flow up. If you guys remember, he had the jerry curl and the teeth were all messed up. And what she do? She build a man. And then now he, now he realized that he fine. So all the other women thought he was fine too. And then he started cheating on her. And next thing you know, she crying on Vivica Fox's couch eating Hagen dolls. Time something she want her man back. See? This is why you should appreciate and love who you have. But on the same token, and this is for everyone else, keep yourselves up a little bit. I mean, weight fluctuations, that's going to happen. You're going to age. You're going to get gray hairs and everything. But just don't let yourself go all the way. I mean, yes, shower, bathe, you know, keep doing the things that you were doing. And hopefully... As people, you will evolve into the better version of you. But don't slack off either. But you got what you got. Don't start uh, Mr. Potato Head and your, your man. Don't start Mrs. Potato Head and your woman. Because it's just not going to work out for you. Okay? No Bob slash Barb the Builder. Okay? Number eight. Show and tell your love. My husband calls this the Al Wilson approach. If you all don't know that song, Show and Tell from Al Wilson is a fantastic song. Go ahead and download that and listen to it. But show and tell your love. You know, when you've been with someone for so long, sometimes you forget that you're in love. You really do. I mean, you don't forget, but sometimes the love is not exactly on the front. It's sometimes on the back burner. So, yes, you're going to have to. Tell someone I love you. You're going to have to tell them I appreciate you. You're going to have to give them compliments. And people, I've been victim of this myself. Learn how to accept a compliment and learn how to give a compliment. Compliments go a long way because it lets your partner know that you're still in it to win it for one. And especially if it's truthful and honest, you're going to get laid. And you're going to get some good lay on top of that, okay? So yes, sometimes... Show and tell your partner. Now, showing, that means not giving up the towel for every time to get on your nerves. That means not over-talking and really listening and respecting what the other person is saying. That that means 
to tell them exactly what's on your mind or what have you. Show them that love. Show them that love. Like, example, if you have a favorite potato chip and you see that the cupboard is out of it and you're going past the store, pick up the potato chips. Now, Everett is a genius at this. He knows that when my honeycomb is gone, that I'm going to be doing the food. So sometimes I will come home to three, four boxes of honeycomb plus the favorite drink he saw I liked. And then he will put something on DVR that he knows I'm going to watch. That's the kind of thing that's showing love. Or when he comes home and if I'm home, you know, Everett likes the house clean. So I, and I'm not the best cleaner in the world, but I will clean the house. I will make sure that space is not cluttered and I will have his favorite snacks out. And because I don't cook, I will order him the best meal that I know how to order. But that's showing your love and compliments go a long way. Hey, baby, you look so good. Oh, I like that haircut. What's that smell you got? Oh, I'm loving that. Yeah, you're going to keep doing that. And you know what? You're going to get a better result out of your partner that way. And you're going to actually fall in love with yourself that way. So, yes, show and tell that love. You know, even when it's rough, especially when it's rough, when it's been a hard day and the work then got on your nerves and your kid and got on your last good nerve, that's when you show up with the compliments. That's when you show up with the things that they love the most. Just light that candle. If that's their favorite candle, light that candle. That's what you do. Show and tell your love. Don't forget to do that. Number nine. Now, <laughs> this one everyone does. And this is the narcissist in all of us, me included. But um, don't blame your partner for your shortcomings. Okay. Now, let's say you're insecure about something because we all are. You're insecure about something. Let's say, oh, you don't like that belly fat or what have you. And he'll rub on your belly or something like that. Well, I wouldn't be this way if you wasn't rubbing on my belly. That means you're making it apparent. Don't do that. Okay? That is your insecurity. What you're seeing as an insecurity, they might see as a beauty. So don't do that. Don't blame them for that. Okay? Don't do that. Fellas, you know, well, if you would just do A, B, and C, I wouldn't be this way or what have you. It's your fault that I don't feel the way I'm supposed to feel. Don't do that either. Okay? That goes both ways. Don't do that. If you have insecurities, one, address them and acknowledge the fact that you have those insecurities. And then you probably want to talk to your partner about it. And your partner, because they love you so much, they're going to tell you the truth. Because I know every dude, he, he gave me the real. He gave me the tea. He gave me the Coca-Cola. He gave me all the other drinks too. He will tell me if I'm just going to the moon with it. He really will. But um, yeah. Don't blame your shortcomings on your partner because it is easy for us to blame the person that we love the most because we see them every day and they're there. So they're not there to be your emotional punching bag. They're there to love you through whatever you're going through so that you can see the beauty that they see. That's the whole point of any of this. But no, it's like, wait, if you hadn't washed them jeans on hot, they would have fit. No, <laughs> don't do that. Quit blaming everybody else or especially your partner, on your shortcomings. Just deal with your crap. Deal with your crap, okay? And 10 and final way to stay in love everlasting is remember why you fell in love in the first place. Now, it is for us that been together for so long and you met your, your partner when you was much younger, they haven't changed, 
Okay, the core and the essence of the goodness in them has not changed. Now, it might have evolved, but it has not changed. So if they were smart and they were funny and they did these crazy things that you absolutely love in the beginning, chances are they have not changed, have not changed. The things that I love about Everett, I mean, his smile. I love his smile. That has never changed. Actually, he's gotten better. He got fantastic teeth. And I'm going to show you all a picture one day. But his smile, his hands, those are things he cannot help. But Everett has always been creative. He has always been funny. He is a fantastic listener. But that man is so funny. He keeps me in stitches. He really do. And we have never stopped laughing. He said the things that he loved about me is my spunk, my tenacity, and my creativity. And yeah, I guess, and I got a good rack too, so I'm sure he's loving that. But he says that I have always been creative and I have always been spunky, kind of high octane personality. That has never changed. In fact, it probably got worse <laughs> over the years. I'm probably all over the place now. But that's the stuff that we loved about each other. So no matter whether your physical appearance change or your financial uh, situations change or there's kids now or there's life that's happened, no matter what it is, the the core person of what they were in the beginning is going to stay that way. That will not change. If anything, because you two have become a covenant with one another, the good stuff in you is going to evolve to the best parts of you. And that's the whole point of marriage. That's the whole point of a relationship in the first place. And yes, sometimes you're going to have to do some extra work to remind that person of why you fell in love in the first place. So yes, that includes date nights. That includes listening. That includes massages in our case. That includes a lot of things. Whatever worked for you all, if you have a thing, do it together. And make sure you make time to do that together because time waits for nobody, including your relationship. So yeah, remember why you fell in love in the first place. Sometimes when I'm in a funk, Ever tells me stories from when we were younger and then I will kind of forget and I'm like, oh yeah, that did happen. And then we will laugh about that. And by the time we're laughing about that, I will forget what I was mad about. You see what I mean? Or you load, this is why I keep you around. Or when he's making that teriyaki salmon, I'm like, well, see now, this is why <laughs> we're still together. Or when I have done something really, really funny or I broke out the coconut oil and rubbed his back. He like, see now, this is why we're still together. But yeah, you have to remember why you fell in love in the first place, even when they annoy you, even when it's bad, even when it's tense. Remember why, because that's the thing that you're going to hold on to. I'm sure even if your memory goes, parts of that happiness is going to stay with you because that's what joy is. Joy is everlasting, too. So remember that. So, brothers and sisters, I wish absolutely Nothing but the best of love everlasting for each and every one of you. Whether you are in a covenant with someone or you just loving on yourself. Love is the one thing that we all cannot get enough of. Okay. So love on each other and make it last. Brothers and sisters, thank you all so much for tuning in to M.T. Stevenson's Organic Honey. During our show, I mentioned the movie Deliver Us from Eva, but that was not, in fact, the title of the movie that I was referring to. The movie I was referring to was Two Could Play That Game with Vivica Fox and Morris Chestnut. So, brothers and sisters, I apologize for the error, but the show is indeed raw and unfiltered, and I do not edit that way. So, please forgive me. 
But thank you all so much for tuning in to M.T. Stevenson's Organic Honey. New episodes come out every Tuesday and every Friday. Find it on Anchor, Spotify, Apple Podcast, Google Podcast, CastBox, Stitcher, and many more. Please follow, subscribe, and set your alerts for new episodes. Feel free to rate and message me on all platforms as well. Thank you for allowing my heart to flow to your ears. And until next time, stay blessed.